0: There are just so many measures out there, so many technologies that are coming up to make sure that these devices are secure.
1: Technology is changing how we live and interact with one another at a rapid pace. There's no better time to take advantage of technologies like AI to change any part of your life. Find out what's real and how it works from industry experts in Tech Trends Explained. This year, it is predicted that there will be more than 43 billion. Yes, that is billion with a B. Billion devices that are connected to the internet. What does that really mean for us? What opportunities does that unlock? And what controls do we have as consumers to be able to control which data gets shared and which doesn't? That's why I wanted to interview Sabo. That's why I wanted to interview Sebu. Sebu is a senior IoT specialist solutions architect at Amazon Web Services, where he solely works with IoT businesses to help them be able to build out their IoT solutions in the cloud. He's been doing IoT work for over seven years now, so he really knows all the ins and outs of what are the companies actually being able to do right now to implement IoT into their business. Previously, he was an industrial IoT consultant at Accenture, and then before that, he was an industrial IoT engineer at General Electric. If there's any tech trends that you want to understand more of, please let me know on Twitter at Miss Jill Ford. I really want to make this a place where you can understand what are the tech trends that are changing our society. Maybe it means that you could go and start a new business, you can go change careers, you can go and evolve your current career, but now is an amazing time in history because of all the innovations happening in technology. So please enjoy this conversation about IoT, the Internet of Things, with Sabu. All right, Sebu. So we've seen a lot of over the past couple of years of more and more devices and ways in which they're connected. But what, can you tell us what do you imagine really this a connected world is going to look like based on what you're starting to already see in advancements and what's being worked on?
0: So yeah, having a connected world is amazing, to be honest. And even though we have so much out there, and there is a lot of fears in the world because, oh, I don't want my data to be on the internet i feel like there is just uh, so many ways that iot or the connected world is actually making our life easier right just one example uh, on my house i have all kind of automation and my garage i can actually control it from my phone right so i left the house i was traveling and my housekeeper came and she wanted to get into the house so she can clean the house but because i have a connected garage I was able to get to my phone, open the garage for her in order to get in. If I didn't have that technology, I wouldn't be able to do that. right And just one example for the connected home, for instance. And when it comes to medical, now we have connected medical devices. You have your blood pressure, uh little machine. You can take your blood pressure in the morning. You can send it directly to your doctor. They can take a look at it. And if there is something wrong, they can actually call you right away to say, "Hey." come to the hospital so we can check you out instead of before you have to wait until your checkup. That can be a w- in a couple of weeks before you can go back and report those information to your doctor. Right. So those are just two examples of how a connected world is actually making our life easier.
1: That's are really good points. So what do you see maybe within the next 10 years of these connected devices are, are going to go and be able to make our life more uh, easier and maybe there's other problems that you anticipate being able to solve right now that currently can't be solved
0: for me personally having technology like a self-driving cars for instance right those are things that are evolving very fast, and I believe we'll see more of those within the next 10 years, right? So connected cars, having uh, just like a connected house, for instance, which is also going very fast. And also when it comes to telecommunication, right? Having uh, devices that we can easily connect it to that can make it easy for us to communicate with our parents, for instance. And also when it comes to AR, VR, so I can call a friend right now, we can FaceTime, which is good. But also this AR, you know, virtual reality, it's also going very fast. I will actually make it cool for us to interact with each other using technology, even though we might be thousands of miles away from each other.
1: So interesting. And it leads to the next question that I have is, are you seeing right now with these devices, are there enough measures that allow for people to be able to opt out? When it comes
0: to the fear, when it comes to, hey, I don't want my personal data to be on the internet, right, or I don't want my data to get into the cloud. So, for instance, when it comes to a device, you have, let's say, your blood pressure uh, monitor, right, in order for that device to be connected to the cloud and send the data out, you know, the manufacturer of that device will have to make sure that the platform that is going to get data from that device, it has to be HIPAA compliant, right? So that's one measure in place to make sure that your data is actually going to be safe. And also there are some measures in place in the cloud side or whatever the data is stored to make sure that not anybody can have access to your data. Maybe only your doctor can see the data, or maybe you yourself can have access to the data and nothing else. And for me, working with customers that actually manufacture these you know, connected devices. There are just so much we do on the back end. I don't want to get into all those devices. There are some certifications. There is just a lot of things we do on these actual devices to make sure that this device can only talk to uh, what they can write to one endpoint, for instance, and that cannot connect to somebody or maybe nobody can actually hack into the IoT device and have access to your data. So even though those things happen, there are just so many measures out there, so many technologies that are coming up to make sure that these devices are secure.
1: Can you explain how 5G is changing the landscape of IoT?
0: Yes, 5G is definitely helping. So I will give you one example, which is not your, your phone, because most of the phones at least have some kind of 4G technologies. But I do work with some you know customers, let's say in manufacturing, right? And they have some remote sites in places out of nowhere where there is no cell phone towers, for instance and there are some private 5g providers out there but these companies they are looking to use some kind of cloud technology they want to send the data to the cloud and being able to use ai ml to actually drive some operation outcomes so they can be more efficient and increase productivity but because these sites used to be very remote and there is no way to have a physical internet cables out there to get them connected it was very difficult but now with the emergence of five Gs, we are able to use this technology to connect all those uh, manufacturing sites in remote places, right? Using five G technology to get them connected, send the data to the cloud, and this also applies to many uh, oil and gas facilities, right? They can be in places out of nowhere, in, in Alaska, where you have pretty much snow out there. You know, having these five technology five G technologies is actually making it easier to have these sites that are used to be remote connected to the world or the internet so that you know you can actually have some visibility into the performance and being able to be more sustainable and drive some business outcomes
1: so is that because there are more cell phone towers that are being built or is the distance in which 5g can cover an area just much greater than 4g yes
0: that is Two of those, are uh, there are actually more towers that are being built right now, not just by the big telecommunication companies, you know, some private companies out there are also building uh, their own towers. And on top of that, there are also some satellites, right? You know, you can probably hear about Starlink, uh, which is one satellite company right now that is providing internet connectivity in Ukraine, for instance, right? So 5G on top of this, satellite communication is actually making it easier for communication especially for these remote locations.
1: Okay. It seems like it, it. what's even more fascinating is that the amount of capabilities, the computing power that's on these devices, even their devices are getting smaller and yet they're still able to do a lot of stuff. So what are some of the innovations that have happened uh, within the past 10 years that allow for one example that comes to mind? Everything for me is I always look at health and fitness related innovations and there's been so much in that space so there's a company called the aura ring where literally within a ring it'll be able to track like detect how much you've slept but it's just a tiny a tiny ring so i'm curious how is it that the devices can be really small and still be able to do a lot of things yes so that's
0: actually a good question and it is all about innovation right Technology actually came a very long way. And recently, like, you know, I don't know if you know about ESP32 that used to be uh, a very small, tiny, you know, microcontroller. Now, on top of your ESP32, you can actually deploy some what we call machine learning, right? So machine learning, you know, instead of having to send your data to the cloud, for instance, in order to compute all your machine learning in a cloud, you can actually deploy a machine learning locally on a very small ESP32 device, right? That's how far that technology has come and it just keeps evolving every day to make our life easier, right? And making sure we are connected in a safer world.
1: Can you clarify what is a microcontroller? So a
0: microcontroller is actually a very small device, right? So you have, like, you know, let's say you take your smart TV for instance, right? It has many, many components. But a microcontroller is actually going to be the brain of your smart device. So if I want to, let's say, I want to turn off my TV on my phone, right? The way that I actually send this comment to my TV and my TV being able to execute this command is actually through the microcontroller. You can think of that as the brain of your device or the IoT device. So the microcontroller okay. actually enables your device to get connected to the outside world and being able to receive comment from you or from the outside world without having to be there physically.
1: That's so interesting. And as you were saying that, it made me think of the Jetsons. And I think a lot of people, when they think about what the future could be like and with IoT, they think about the, the Jetsons. And so how far do you think we are from a world in which you have you mentioned AI, you mentioned IoT, and you have all of these devices of everything where it knows when you're coming home and then maybe you've got a robot that's making you your favorite meal that you know that you want to eat and it's like perfectly timed when it comes home, when it's ready for you to eat at home when you come home from work or something. Uh, how far do you think we're on that, from that type of world?
0: I think we are pretty much there. like, And because these new devices are just so powerful, they can actually give you this real-time insight. right? Let's say you have a computer vision, so you are a customer in manufacturing, for instance, and you're actually using some computer vision for your quality control. right? So you want these devices, this on device, to actually process everything very, very fast and let you know right away, hey, this product that I have is actually defective. Right? And you want it to happen right away so you can catch it. And if the processing is taking too long, then It might send a notification five minutes later, which might be too late, right? So I think we're actually there right now where these devices are being able to process a lot of information very, very fast in order to give this insight near real time.
1: Sebu, this has been really fascinating. I'm definitely excited really for the future from hearing more from you. So where can people go if they want to keep up to date with what it is that you're working on?
0: Yeah, so for me, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. My full name is Seibu Gunteni. You can find me on LinkedIn, and uh, I also have a few videos on YouTube just to show IoT technologies and the art of possible with with, uh, IoT in general. So those are two places that you can find me at, especially LinkedIn. I'm very active, and you know, you can add me, send me a message, and then I'll be happy
1: to connect. That is awesome. Say thank you so much. I'll definitely share the YouTube and the link to your LinkedIn. All right. so, thank you so much for this conversation today.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me.